My name is Dr. Keith McLaughlin, and you are listening to the Limitless Life Cairo podcast. I want to thank you so much for tuning into this free healing information. And ultimately, we're hoping to impact not only your life, but the lives of your communities as well as the world. We are here to help you level up to your limitless life. And of course, anything that's said or done on this podcast does not constitute any medical advice, treatment, or diagnosis. Please seek out the proper physician or healthcare practitioner. Enjoy. The nihilist knocks. I th- this is something that's like really near and dear to my heart because it's something that I for years was trying to figure out or work around or fully understand. I think there comes a time when uh, we finally grow up and we reach a certain level of brain development where consciousness is now functioning at the capacity where the nihilist kind of knocks and shows up at our doorstep. And what I mean by that, if you don't know what nihilism is, it kind of essentially is a philosophy or comes from the concept of, well, nothing in the world matters. So like, why should I try? You know, in the eventuality of all things, like no matter how great of an impact I have on the world or uh, no matter how great I am or um, what things I do in my life, eventually it will become meaningless at some point. And I don't think it's something that we should veer away from. I, I, what I've seen is a lot of folks in society will uh, kind of look away from that part or avoid it. And I, I personally think it to be the progression and what kind of gives life to depression and anxiety is that we start becoming depressed because we haven't really acknowledged like this impact and this truth, like this kind of universal truth, um, which it is a truth. And it also doesn't have to hold weight over your head. And then there's also the other end of the anxiety of like, what do I do then? Like, what am I looking for? Like, there's so many options I could do in my life. Like, what do I do with my life then? And so we kind of get into these like befuddled states where we kind of freeze and lock down and we kind of don't know what to do about it. Uh, So that's why I'm bringing some attention to this topic. And I'll give my two bits on how I've worked through it, uh, especially through uh, meditative means as well as like sitting with this idea. And I think what changed for me was ultimately switching my goal and understanding that yes, life might have this like pointless aspect to it and that doesn't have to hold bar over me. So I made the decision and realization of like, oh, it doesn't matter. And this doesn't matter isn't necessarily a doesn't matter as in there's no point to life, so I shouldn't try it. It's as in there's no point to life, so I get to make the point. And that's really powerful. So instead of looking at it as we my reality is already decided for me and approaching it like a victim and approaching nihilism like a victim. I approach nihilism as a creative and look at it as a blank canvas. And I say, oh, wow, oh, there's no point to life. So, oh my gosh. And that, that kind of goes down the route of anxiety where it's like, oh my gosh, there's so many options. Like, what do I make out of my life? Like, where do I work towards? Like, what's my life purpose? And, you know, what's the point of creating a life purpose if it eventually doesn't have any purpose in the end? And my solution to this, or at least how I've found, and it's, again, it's my way, how I've operated, you can take it or leave it, is I focus on experience. And there's a couple different reasons why I came to this conclusion. And the question then becomes, instead of like, what type of impact or what do I want to get done in life? I'm asking the question, what type of experience do I want to have throughout my life? Do I want to experience what it feels like to have impact on others? Do I want to have an experience of what it feels like to make a lot of money? Do I want to have the experience of what it feels like to have really meaningful relationships? Right. So I start getting focused in more on the experiential state. 
And I'm like, what type of experiential state is super important to me? And where do I want to go with that? And so then I zone in on that thing specifically. So for me, the two important experiential states is playfulness and fun and um, freedom and digestion of experiences. So like those, those are the things that I'm really looking for and seeking in life is how can I have more fun in this experience? Like how can I really enjoy the ride? And I kind of think of it as like a roller coaster ride where it's like, how can I really enjoy it? And then on top of that, what, what do I want to make of it? Like what type of experiences am I seeking to have before I die? Uh, and so like, what am I looking for in that experience? And instead this kind of shifts my mind frame and it might not do this for you, but for me, what it has done is it's allowed me to take in a different mind frame and mind scope when I approach things in life. And I found that it's kind of been my relief to suffering where it's like, there's it really like suffering doesn't hold a bar over me because, you know, suffering might come around and say, well, you haven't achieved X, Y, and Z goal. And I'm like, cool. What does that feel like? What's the experience of that? Of like, oh my gosh, I failed. What does it feel like to fail? It's like, wow, I'm feeling, you know, judgment or I'm feeling anger. I'm feeling frustration. And then I like sit with that for a second and I just like digest the experience. I'm like, wow, this is unique to have this type of experience in life. And then I move to the next step of like, what, what experience do I want to have? Ooh, I want to have the experience of overcoming that, of not meeting my goals and then finding ways or creating structures to overcome my goals. And then life has kind of turned into a game where it's like I'm enjoying and playing the game instead. So, you know, you can be, I think of it as like you're playing Monopoly, right? And you're playing Monopoly with friends and you could be laughing and losing <laughs> at the same time versus your friend could be winning and, you know, kind of bored of the game or your friend could be losing and really sad, you know, and at the end of the day, it becomes a game. And, you know, what type of experience do you want to have with that game and what type of relationship do you want to have with that game? So these are some just kind of like simple suggestions of one, like how have I approached nihilism? And I think this is a really important question because I think it determines whether you kind of go down the route of feeling depressive is what approach do you want to have to life? Because it's really asking the big point of like, what's the purpose in your life? And I think the nihilism is the underbelly of that coin, essentially. It's like when you haven't addressed that problem, your nihilism starts showing up more and more and more. And it starts becoming more prevalent in your life and starts infesting and infesting your life. And I actually kind of see this as, it, although it might sound weird, I see this as a positive thing because it's basically the fire alarm going off in your body or in your psyche saying, hey, like, you haven't really decided how you want to approach life yet. And so that's not an easy question and you shouldn't shame yourself for trying to answer or not be able to answer it immediately. I mean, I think I sat on this question for literally four or five years before I really felt like I had a like competent space where I'm like, yes, I figured like, I figured this out for myself, figured out how I want to approach it, how I want to move forward and how I want to unfurl in life. So don't really like, it takes time. Um, don't beat yourself up over it. And I think uh, also another good thing, an important aspect in this is just getting into communities and opening those conversation with people. I think this is way more common than most realize and opening up the conversation of like, how do we even like decide a purpose in life and how do we and having this conversation that's really deep and intense and some people might not like that conversation or don't even want to have that conversation that's okay but I would advise finding people who do want to have that conversation because it's a really one I find it super interesting right I'm looking for new experiences so I, I enjoy the experience of it and like you'll open up new relational space and people will bring you new ideas or new perspectives of, and it might just unlock the way you're operating just by opening up to the conversation. So 
leverage your communities when you're stepping into nihilism and don't run away from the nihilists. Like welcome it in and like try to get to know it and understand it. It, for me, it became the key to unlocking my suffering ultimately and just like breaking down my suffering to the point where it doesn't hold any weight on me anymore. And so change your relationship with that nihilist, that inner nihilist that starts to show up once we get older. Thank you for listening to the Limitless Life Cairo podcast. Of course, make sure to send us your feedback on what you thought of the episode or any other topics you want us to hop into. And please do share with those who you think it might impact and help change their lives. And of course, if you're out in Tucson, the city of sunsets, and you're looking for a healthcare practitioner, you can look me up, Dr. Keith McLaughlin, at www.limitlesschiropractic.org. Then click schedule now and you can sign up for a free consult with myself and see how we can start getting your life to something even more extraordinary. See you soon.